Hey, my name is Zach. I'm the lead pastor here at Restore. And at our church, we talk a lot about wanting to be a part of restoring faith in Jesus and the church. So we want you to know, wherever you find yourself on your spiritual journey, whether you're deconstructing or reconstructing, whether you're disentangling, doubting, rebuilding, no matter where you are, we want you to know that you are not alone. And we want to be a support for you as you journey down this road of faith. So if you have questions or you need support, we would love to chat with you. You can reach out to us through our website at restoreaustin.org. And we hope you enjoy this week's message. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I am so glad that you're here today. Hi, America. I am so glad that you're here today at our family Sunday at Restore Austin. Um, this is a time when all of us, all of the ages and stages get to come together and worship together and learn about God in a very fun and sometimes a little silly way, which you'll see what I'm talking about later. But this month, we are gonna be talking about creativity. Now, I love creativity. Um, and the thing is, is that you can be creative in a lot of different ways. So if any of you like to build with Legos, raise your hand. Any kids like to build with Legos? Okay, a lot. Oh, I see an adult too. Good, 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 okay. If you like to help bake cookies, raise your hand. Oh, a lot of people too. So we've got some creative people in here. That's awesome. And this is important. Being creative doesn't mean it has to be artistic. Maybe you're a great <laughs> Maybe snap, snap, snaps. Doesn't mean you have to paint. Maybe you're a problem solver and you like helping friends get along again after they've had an argument. Or maybe you love to plan game time or parties for you and your friends. That's all creative. And it makes sense that we're creative because each of us is made in the image of God. God's creativity is bigger than we can ever imagine. And God made each of us to be creative too. I love how God has made each of us special and unique. We like different things. We have different things that make us who we are. In fact, God made you on purpose, for a purpose. That means God created you for a reason. He has a plan for you, and we're gonna talk about that today. Well, I'm Sonia, the kids and family pastor here at Restore, and I would love to introduce you to Ashley, our volunteer coordinator. She's gonna help us out today. Come on out, Ashley. Oh. Oh. Uh. Wow, Ashley. <laughs> You know, you you always wear some really cute outfits, but this is just, um, uh, well, it is interesting. I mean, this is something. Uh, are, are you okay? Uh, can you breathe? Here, do you need some water? No, I'm fine. Uh, well, that's debatable. Um, may I ask, what are you doing? What does it look like I'm doing? Uh, I don't think you want me to answer that. Um, did you hit your head? No, no, I'm, I'm wearing this for what we're learning about today. What we are learning about today? Yes, what we are learning about today. Well, this goes with the lesson. Uh, okay, well, we're learning that God created us to be creative that he made each of us for a reason, 
for a purpose. Yes, that's why I'm wearing this. Okay, so I'm completely lost. Um, just for fun, let's pretend that I have no idea what's going on, because I don't, and you explain to me why you are dressed like this. I'm dressed like this because God created us for a reason, on porpoise. Oh no. Um, can you say that one more time, just to make sure that I heard you correctly? Of course I can. God created us on porpoise. Uh, okay. Um, guess what? What? You got about 99% of that right. 99? <laughs> yes. Um, the good news is you got 99% right, um, but you only missed two letters. Two letters? Mm-hmm. The bad news is, is that those two letters change everything. See, look, it's not oh. porpoise as in dolphin, it's purpose as in reason. Mm -hmm. God created you for a reason. He has a plan for your life. He didn't create you for a dolphin. I do not like those two letters. They are not nice. Hey, well, you know what? We've all been there. Um, so why don't you just forget about this right now? Let's just put it out of your mind. And I know you're really good at creating games for us to play. Why don't you use your creativity and make up a game for us? Okay. God did create me to create games on purpose. Yes, you're uh -huh. getting it. Job. All right. So let's play a game called Object Does What? So I am going to need some volunteers for this game. I'm looking for eight. Four in one, team four in the other. If you are interested in being a volunteer in this game, go ahead and raise your hand, and my friend Rio will come and pick who's going to be on which team. Awesome. Okay, raise them really, really high. I'm looking for Who wants eight to do people. Ooh. Once you've been selected, you can go ahead and come up on stage. Yeah, perfect. Come on, Steve. Ooh, this is gonna be fun. Awesome, go ahead and start making a line right here. And if you've been selected to be on the blue team, go ahead and make a line right here. Awesome, really great job. I'm gonna need you two on the red ahead, team. Okay. Awesome job, everybody. This is gonna be a good game. Okay, awesome. I'm gonna go ahead and explain the rules of the game. Go ahead and be sure you listen really close. The game is called Object Does What? I'm gonna reach into my mystery box and I'm gonna pull out a mystery object. You have to decide what is the purpose of that object. What's the reason that object exists? When you know what the object is used for, you're gonna hit the buzzer as fast and as hard as you can. Whoever hits the buzzer first, I'll call on them. You gotta give me your best guess what the object is used for. If you get it right, you'll get a point. If you get it wrong, then we'll give the other team a guess. Does anybody have any questions before we start? I'm gonna pull out an object, hit the buzzer, if you know what it's used for. All right, are we ready for round one? Hmm. All right. What is this used for? Okay, I heard red team, go ahead. 
It's used for cutting hot dogs. <gasps> Correct! It is used for cutting hot dogs. Really nice job. Point red team. Okay, go ahead. If you were in the front of the line, go ahead and circle to the back of the line. Okay, round two. Are we ready? What is this object for? What is this? Hit the buzzer if you know. Do you have a guess? Hit the buzzer. Do you have a guess? Just, awesome. just, just for playing with? Yes, it is a rubber chicken for playing with. Great job. All right, another point. Okay, two more rounds next. Ready? Focus in. What is this? Even if you're not sure and you have a guess, still hit the buzzer. You got a guess? Yes! What um, is this for? A uh, um, playing basketball. That is a really good guess, and I've never thought of that, but you totally, yeah, uh -huh, you totally could. Not quite what its purpose is, though. Okay, do you have a guess? Um, no, I don't know. Okay, what about you? Do you have a guess? All right, back to this team. Do you have a guess? No, I don't even know what that is. Okay, this one was a tricky one, but I'll go ahead and give you guys the answer. It is for, in the drink holder of your car, fries and sauce. Isn't that cute? I think that's really cute. Oh yeah, look, there you go. Awesome, really good. Okay, so both two of you guys on both teams, since you already had a guess, go ahead and circle to the back of the line. I know, I've been getting ads for them too. Round four, ready? This one might be a little tough, so really focus in. What is this? Go ahead. Um, a tape. A tape? Like to tape, like for wrapping presents? No, like a tape for um putting into or TVs. Yes, yes, it is a cassette tape. Good job. Its purpose is for listening to music. Really great job. Well, it looks like the red team did win. So congratulations, red team. You guys can get a prize. But the blue team had some really good guesses. So I'm thinking prizes for the blue team too. Awesome, all right. Boys and girls, go find who you are sitting with, whether it be your mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, your grown up, and you guys can carefully walk off the stages. You'll get your prize there and go sit down back with your family. Great job, everybody. You can get the prize right over there. The prizes are none other than glow-in-the-dark llamas. What? I know, right? Okay. Oh, Sophia, can you hand me my notebook right there? Thank you. Oh, thanks. All right. Great job, Ashley, and great job, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know... Ashley, you really used your creativity to give porpoise to this game. That was a pretty good joke, but I'm going to go ahead and say my porpoise joke was better. Okay, yes, it was. <laughs> All right, well, why don't you take a load off, and we're going to get into the Bible story now. Okay, so... 
kids, adults, everyone. When we open the Bible, we can see that it's divided into two main parts, the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament includes God's story leading up to the birth of Jesus, and the New Testament tells us about Jesus's time here on earth and the beginning of the church. This week, we're gonna be looking at a part of the New Testament called the Book of Ephesians. Ephesians was actually a letter written by the Apostle Paul, and Paul was a friend of Jesus. Paul started a church in the city of Ephesus, and after a few years, he left the city to go tell other people about Jesus and start other churches but Paul still loved and missed his friends in Ephesus. So Paul wrote them letters. And in these letters, Paul reminded people that God loved them. He reminded people to love God and to love others. Let's look at what Paul wrote in Ephesians 2.10. We are God's creation. He created us to belong to Christ Jesus. Now we can do good works. Long ago, God prepared these works for us to do. Wow, so that's a lot. What does that mean? Let's break it down into little pieces. So God created everything in the universe. Every star, every fish, land, water, everything. And the cool thing is, is it seems like the creation that was designed to most reflect God was you and me human beings. And I can't help but think that if our amazingly creative God made us to be like him, then maybe we have a little bit of that creativity in each of us. Creativity we can use to reflect God's love to the world around us. People were not made by accident. In the very beginning, God created people. He made each of us Every single person to have ever lived has been made by God. We were all created in God's image, and that means we can reflect who God is to the world. We can be a reflection. Or to say it another way, each of us was made to show the world a little part of who God is and what God is like. We can be creative like God. We can also show God's compassion and forgiveness to other people. Like Paul wrote, we are God's creation. I love the next part of Paul's letter. Not only are we created by God, but Paul went on to say that God created us to belong to Christ Jesus. Now let's think about that for a minute. We know that everything that lives or moves needs some kind of fuel like cars were designed to run on gas or electricity. They have to have fuel to function. And even some houses are designed out there that are fueled by the sun or by wind power. And what about us? Well, it's kind of like that with our relationship with Jesus. Our faith in Jesus fuels us. God designed people to run on connection with Jesus. I mean, sure, we need food and we need water to fuel our bodies, but without Jesus, we don't run very well. We can try to do what Jesus said to do, to love God and love others on our own without the power or fuel of Jesus, but that's not always easy, is it? 
If we don't spend time with Jesus and ask him to help us, we can end up feeling just frustrated and tired and empty. But what if we do spend time with Jesus? Well, remember what Paul said? God created us to belong to Christ Jesus. You see, when we put our faith in Jesus, Jesus helps us live a brand new life. He gives us what we need. He gives us a purpose, a reason to be alive. Now we can do good works, the verse goes on. Long ago, God prepared these works for us to do. We can do good things for other people because we're so thankful for what God has done for us. Now let's be clear here and not get confused. Doing good things does not make God love you anymore or get you friendship with God. That's God's free gift to you. God loves everyone no matter what they do. But when we decide to follow Jesus and we use the power that Jesus gives us, it makes us want to do good things for other people because we've experienced Jesus' love for ourselves. It makes us want to treat other people the way that we want to be treated. And here's the really cool part. No one can show God's love in quite the same way that you can. God knows all of the things that make you who you are. God knows all of the things that you love. God gave you unique talents and abilities, and God planned for you to use those gifts and talents to show love to other people. Just like no one else has your unique fingerprints, God designed you to have gifts and talents that are not quite like those of anybody who ever lived. That's crazy and amazing. God has planned things for you to do that no one else can do in quite the same way. God designed us all to love God and love others, but we each have a special way of doing that. Maybe someday you'll fly around the world and tell people about Jesus, or maybe you'll simply know how to be friendly to that quiet kid in your class. The more time that you spend with Jesus, listening to him, talking to him throughout the day, the more you'll begin to understand what God made you for. So I asked a few people to come up and share some things that they are really good at. Naya, could you come up? And Jerry, I think I saw him out there. Could you come up? Sometimes we can really learn what we are good at by looking at others and seeing how they use their talents. Okay, so this is Naya. Hi, Naya. Thank you for being here. So Naya is a Girl Scout, as you can see up there, looking so cute. So Naya, tell us how old you are. I am 11 years old. Okay. And so, sorry, is that? I know I'm scratching. I've heard that you are like really good at selling cookies. So tell us how many have you sold like this year and last year? Last year I sold um, 1,001 cookies and this year I sold 1,282. Uh, Whoa. Or not 200. Wait, yes, 200. I'm sorry. So is that like a lot? Is that middle? Is that like, what is that? Um, I up my gold kind of so I could go to camp because they raised it. Awesome. So how many people sold as many cookies as you did? Um, I was top 11 out of 
300-something people, I think. Wow. So I guess it's safe to say that you have a talent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have a talent for selling cookies, right? Yes. So uh, was there anything creative that you did when you were selling? When uh, I sold cookies, I had this sign that would uh, show people how close I was to my goal and also said what I was working for, which was to go to camp. Awesome. So that helped. That's great. And the reason why I brought you up here to talk about this particular talent was it was really cool because there's a, a way that you were able to help other people when you're selling cookies. Can you tell us about that? Yes. When I sold cookies, some people maybe already bought cookies or they just didn't want them. They could donate money for me so I could donate some cookies to the troops so they could have them. And I met someone who was in the army, and she said that like the cookies really helped her Aww. and helped like because she knew she was supported. Oh, she knew she was supported. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Naya. Thank you. You can go and sit down. All right. So this is Jerry. Jerry's one of our um, kids volunteer extraordinaire. He volunteers in um, our late elementary. But Jerry, should I use this? Yeah, okay. Jerry is an artist and an art teacher. And so um, I'm gonna ask him a little bit of pictures, a little bit of questions about that. And there are also pictures up on here. But so tell us a little bit about what kind of art that you do. Yeah, uh, most of my work is uh, visual art. And so I guess around 20 or 25 years now, I've studied art and design. I started when I was five because I'm so young, obviously. <laughs> Sorry, it was like an age joke. Um, but uh, yeah, so I got to study at university and luckily I get to teach uh, things around that now. And so we make art with our hands and we make art in computers and yeah. Wow, but, but so did you really start to know that you liked art when you were around five? Maybe so, there was, uh, you know, we used to be bored uh, when we were young. And so that means we would have to search for things to do and paper and pencil was usually around. So uh, drawing was kind of like my default. I would just draw when I was bored. And, and when there was other things to do, I would do other things. But then I would kind of come back to drawing. And so it really connected me to me in some way and maybe eventually got me like connecting into uh, my creator or being a creator. Wow. So we've seen some of your, I really love this one. Um, can you tell us just a little bit about like your process or kind of what these like this painting specifically means yeah so a lot of these are paper or fabric and then uh i'll just make them in pieces and sew them together or stitch them together they're collage and i just uh sometimes i feel like some things need to be knitted or like pieced together and then sometimes they can just be glued on oh, wow okay so this is a picture of an actual like tapestry kind of yeah yeah, yeah. Great. And so there's a special way that you use your talent, your artistic talent, to help others. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. Um, so uh, after school, I, I kind of taught at university for a couple of years, and then I got the opportunity to step into special education and start working with adults that were uh, on kind of a range of disability, but also uh, nonverbal and, and could really use visual art as another way of communicating their uh, needs emotions thoughts and uh and i feel like it it kind of helped me see how art can be uh, a power for inclusion or which i know is a big word right now but 
but literally there's not curriculum out there for everyone to tie into uh, mentally. So you can make adaptions in the classroom to get people kind of on board and, and creating and expressing themselves. Uh, and so, yeah, I've been lucky to do some of that work for 10 years or so now. That's amazing. So kids, that's a way that his love of art was able to transform into helping other people. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Thanks. All right. Okay, so now that we've heard a few ideas of what people are good at, if you want to know what your purpose is, you got to start by asking questions. So ask yourself, what do I love to do? What am I good at? What do I really care about? And this is going to lead us into our family question for today. What are you good at? So I want you to gather together with the people that you came with and just chat for one minute and come up with some things that you are good at. We'll be back in one minute. Okay, everyone, I know that was a quick time, but I hope you had a chance to just kind of get started talking about things that you're good at and discovering your talents. Now, would anyone want to share what they talked about or what they think that they're good at? What, Maya? What, Mia? What are you good at? Making good friends. Oh, what, Bear? What are you good at? At helping, yes, you are. You're a very good helper. Anybody over here? What, Jonathan? Okay, she's good at. Uh, he's good at almost everything except starting conversations with people you don't know. Who is who is also not good at that? Okay, see, you're not you're not alone. Okay, what, Adelaide? What are you good at? What? Ballet, oh, that's so nice. And what about you? Drawing, okay, drawing like Jerry was. Okay, guys, that's great. And you can continue when you're, okay, we have one more over here. What are you good at? Art and creativity. Art and creativity, that's great. There's so many things that we can use creativity for. So remember, God made you in a unique way and connected to Jesus is where your purpose starts. And when you know your purpose, you can shed light to the world around you. So if you're still wondering what your creativity is, what your talent is, talk to God about it. Ask God how you can show 
people around you your creativity and show his love to them as well. God made you who you are with your very own set of skills and talents, and he gave you these talents to serve him and to help others. God made you to belong to Jesus and put your faith in him. And because of that, you'll be able to do the good things and share God's love with other people. So we're almost about ready to wrap up, but I want us to take another look at a different way we can be creative. Let's watch this video. And this morning, I was bored. But I knew better than to tell mom because you know what happens when you tell your mom that you're bored. Oh, if you're bored, you could take out the trash. See? No, not bored. I put my head to it and I got creative instead. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. But enough about my follicles because today I've got an awesome story for you about this kid Logan my cousin knows. Now, it's the last week of summer and Logan was supposed to go to soccer camp, but it was full. So mom signed him up for creator camp. Logan can't believe that mom would do that to him because he's sure he has no creativity. Zero creativity. And once the day starts, it's even worse than Logan imagined. Because right away, their leader, Miss Crystal, says, you're going to write and tell your own story. A whole story in front of everyone. Logan wishes he could just disappear. After lunch, they get time on their own to work on their stories. And Logan's brain is a total blank. So he gives up on the story and just works on his soccer skills instead. In fact, he's really in the zone and as he keeps at it, he starts to notice something. And then he hears something else, like a bird calling from outside and, and lots of other stuff and voices laughing and calling and, and lots of other stuff. Logan realizes that words are not the only way to tell a story. So Logan starts to collect Sounds. <laughs> and at the end of the week, Miss Crystal calls Logan up to share his story. And even though he's nervous, shaking like a leaf, Logan stands up in front of everyone. Then he starts. His story has an epic soccer match and a car chase and a pack of mini cheetahs and even a toilet flush. And when Logan says, the end, everyone cheers. And when Miss Crystal tells Logan his story was the most creative ever. And Logan decides that next year, he's going to invent creator sports camp. So kids, never catch a soccer ball with your hands, but always do remember this, that creativity is using your imagination to do something new. Ooh, you think my awesomely creative hair will help me head the ball better? Uh. Ow, no, okay, all right. I should stick to chalk in the hair instead. Okay, well, uh, somebody clean this up. Bye, see you guys next time. Ow. 
All right, guys, let's look at our Bible verse one more time. And I want you all to say it with me, okay? We are God's creation. He created us to belong to Christ Jesus. Now we can do good works. Long ago, God prepared these works for us to do. Good job. So let's pray right now and ask God to show us all of our purposes. Dear God, I thank you for making each of us unique and special. You made each of us on purpose and for a purpose. Help us to understand and to grow in the strengths and gifts you have given us. Please show each of us what you have called us to do and how we can fulfill our purpose. We love you and we pray these things in your name. Amen. All right, everybody, thank you so much for coming today. Um, I hope you have a great Sunday and you are dismissed.